0: Let's open our Bibles to Isaiah 55 this morning to get started. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being in your house on your day with your word and your people. Made possible by the gift of your Son for us. Isaiah chapter 55. The opening word only occurs four times in the Bible, but we have it here to get your attention. And so I'm going to read the first five verses to you. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, Come ye to the waters, and he that hath no money. Come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk, without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, And let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people. A leader and commander to the people. Behold. Behold. Thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God and for the Holy One of Israel. For he hath glorified thee. Amen Amen and amen. If you're not perfectly, 100%, completely and totally, satisfied, happy, and filled with gladness today, it's not God's fault. Because here he offers fair, without money and without price, there is such a thing as a free lunch. Because it's right here in front of us. And it's a spiritual free lunch. But we have to drink. And we have to listen. And we have to hear and we have to heed the promises that he's made. And I do not want to preach on these five verses right now, though they are wonderful verses. But we ought to be thirsty for spiritual water to satisfy our souls spiritually. And when it says that we have no money because this is free, and so it goes on in the second half to say, come ye, buy and eat, but you don't have to buy with money. You don't have to buy for a price. You have to buy by listening because he wants to fill you with joy and gladness and complete and perfect faith, trust, hope, peace, and joy in the promises that he's given to us through his son. And he does a whole lot better than water. Yeah. You know, you're thirsty, come ye to the waters, because in the Bible, water, and we're going to encounter it today, is a description for spiritual blessings. But notice that the, uh, the beverages improve dramatically in the second half of verse 1 to wine and milk. Compared to water, wine and milk are far superior. Verse 2 asks us, why do you spend money? And we do. Money goes through our fingers in large quantities every week, every day, every month. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread? It's not satisfying. It's not the staff of life. The real staff of life is the spiritual truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Why do you work so hard for that which doesn't satisfy? We're on the treadmill of life, and this world wants us on the treadmill of life, pushing that up arrow a little faster, running, 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 trying to achieve, and yet real satisfaction is right here. We've stopped at a rest area. And the Lord wants to speak to us today and satisfy us. And we want to hearken diligently to him, and we want to eat that which is good, and we want our souls to delight in fatness. Instead of feeling dead, dried up, and bored, and tired, we want to feel full of life, energy, vitality, and fatness, as the text describes. So we need to incline our ears and come unto him in verse 3. We need to hear, and our souls will live. And what fact of doctrine will do it? The sure mercies of David. The sure mercies of David. David will have a son... His son will sit forever on his throne. That is the sure mercies of David. Paul quotes this verse in Acts 13 when he explains in his first recorded sermon in Antioch of Pisidia across the Mediterranean Sea when he explained Jesus could not be left in the grave because then it wouldn't be the sure mercies of David. And so God raised him from the dead. And that's the sure mercies of David. David's son is on David's throne right now. David's son has been on David's throne for 2,000 years. David's son is the leader and commander of the fourth verse for us. We have a leader and a commander. We have a Savior and a Lord. He's the son of David. He is the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Behold... To get our attention in verse 4, I have given him for a witness to the people. He is the faithful and true witness, according to the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. He's a leader and commander to us. Behold, to get our attention again, thou shalt call America that thou knowest not, and Americans that knew not thee shall run unto thee, because of the Lord thy God, and for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. What was glorious about Israel? What was glorious about Israel? The Messiah came through them. The Messiah came through them. And Gentiles flowed toward Jerusalem. And then the apostles that were Jews expanded out and exploded out of Jerusalem to preach to Gentiles. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad, Acts 13, 45 through 48, and glorified the word of the Lord. And here we are, thousands of miles away, a nation that the Jews never heard of, and we love what came through that Jewish nation, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ, the leader and commander of us as well as them, because there's now one body of Jews and Gentiles serving Almighty God because of His Son, Jesus Christ. And to read about Jesus Christ, and to know Him, and to know what He did for us, and to know how much God delighted in Him, all the facts of the case of the Lord Jesus Christ is the gospel. It's the good news and glad tidings of wonderful things God has done for us, and it satisfies the soul so that a Paul and a Silas could be in the dungeon of a prison in Philippi of Macedonia, Greece, and be singing praises to God, as we're going to read in Isaiah chapter 12 today. But they didn't need circumstances to be happy. They just needed to remember the Lord Jesus Christ to be happy. And that's what we need to be happy. And to the degree you're not 100% totally, completely satisfied and happy today, it's not God's fault. I'll just be nice and not tell you whose fault it is. But you should be picking up on it. It's not God's fault. He's done everything he could for us. He's done better than that. It's wonderful what he's done for us in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Nowhere else in the Bible is our Lord Jesus called a leader and a commander to the people, but he is here. And if you learn about this leader and commander, men get excited about leaders and commanders, leaders of football teams, commanders of armies, but there's no leader and commander like the Lord Jesus Christ. He did it all before us. He went to the cross for us. He died in faith for us. Even though he had lost a great measure of his fellowship with God, he still went through the curtain of death for us. He is a glorious leader. He's done it all for us, and he's a great commander. Let's bow down our ear and hear. Let's incline our hearts to hear what we get out of Isaiah 12 and other places that we'll turn today. And let's be satisfied with the free lunch that God gives his people of water, wine, milk through Jesus Christ, the sure mercies of David, the son of David. We're going to sing in a few minutes a little chorus that I learned as a child. It's Psalm 89, verse 1. It's, I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I just want you to know that when you sing that song, it has nothing to do with your daily bread. It has nothing to do with your health. It has nothing to do with your job. It has nothing to do with any of those things at all. It has to do with one thing the Lord Jesus Christ. Because Psalm 89, it's 52 verses, are about the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of David. And I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever, the sure mercies of David. And with my mouth will I make known thy faithfulness. What faithfulness? God did raise up David's son to sit on his throne. And he raised him from the dead to put him on that throne. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, We thank Thee for the gift of Thy Son. We thank Thee for putting these beholds before our eyes. We thank Thee for saying to us this morning, Ho, everyone that thirsteth. O Lord, in our flesh, we're thirsty. We're unsatisfied. Sin does not satisfy. It's the pleasures of sin for a season. And then we're going to pay for it. And Heavenly Father, we confess our sins to Thee, and we forsake them, and we ask You to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness of every sort, sins of commission and sins of omission or neglect, whether in thought, word, or deed, cleanse us through the finished work and the shed blood and the glorious name and the perpetual intercession of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that our souls can be fed with fatness and be satisfied freely, because it is freely by Thy grace. You have justified us freely by Thy grace through Jesus Christ our Lord. O oh, Holy Father, forgive us for the flesh that distracts us, tires us, diverts us from loving Thee and Thy Son like we should, from loving the gospel like we should, so that we think that the gospel, the glad tidings of good things, is ho-hum. O Lord, we confess the weakness of our souls and the foolishness of our minds and pray that today You'll stir us up, that we will love to praise Thee, love to thank Thee, and that we will rejoice in spirit, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God through the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that it is called the sure mercies of David. Mm -hmm. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives because of Your promises. They are yea, and in Him, amen. amen. We thank Thee that all Thy promises are sure, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, bless us today with wine and milk of your choosing. Show us the glory of thy Son. Show us the need for praise. Show us how we ought to have congregational worship that glorifies thee and thy glorious name because of what you've done for us through thy Son. As it has been prayed many times already this morning, be with all thy servants and saints throughout the world, We ask nothing for us that we do not ask as well for them. Feed all of your churches, defend all of your ministers, and bless them this day to rightly divide the word of truth and to feed your people. We thank thee for our leader and commander. Heavenly Father, we are oft discouraged by our leaders in this world, but we thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. We have never seen victory like the commander that you raised up in the son of David, and we thank thee for him. O Lord, and as we come to the end of this passage, we thank thee that though we were outside the commonwealth of Israel, you have grafted us Gentiles into your kingdom, and we thank thee for doing that. We are an unknown nation to that great nation of yours, We thank thee for saving us, Gentiles. And, O Lord, let us exceed that nation of Israel in our praise and worship today, that we might give thee the fruit that you sought when you took the kingdom away from them and gave it to a nation that would bring forth fruit. Let us be that nation and that people and that fruit-bearing children of yours this day. We ask in Jesus' glorious name. Amen. Amen.